Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from yesterday's games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and capping things off with our daily betting card. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention our sponsor, Bet99, which is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. We also have the Saskatchewan number down at the bottom as well. Want to make sure that everyone that listens locally to this show in the great province of Saskatchewan has that number readily available as well. So let's recap yesterday, January 4th, three and three day. We're getting closer. As you can tell by the name of the episode, inching closer to New Year's profit. We haven't had a profitable day yet, and that's going to happen sometimes in the betting world. I Aston Villa yesterday outplayed Wolverhampton. The expected goals had this as a two to one finish. But they end up with a 1-1 draw yesterday, so we miss out on that plus 100 money line. Canada first period money line versus the U.S. We should have not got cute with it. Should have just taken the spread like we felt they would uh, at the at plus money there. Instead, we take the first period money line. They're down 2-1, to one, and then they rattle off five straight goals to win it 6-2. And then the other loss of the night was the Yukon Huskies and Providence Friars. We should have just backed Providence like we believed they were going to win. But tough too when UConn was just the number one team in the country a week ago. So 73 to 61, we just miss on the over by about eight points. Now, let's talk winners yesterday. Wild money line versus Tampa Bay in the NHL. Five to one final there wasn't relatively close. That was even with them going to Vasilevsky. Thought it was going to be Brian Elliott. So we got very fortunate there. Then Missouri and Arkansas under 154 and a half. Still was a relatively high-scoring game. They did finish at 142, which is higher on the college basketball side, but it doesn't matter. That was a lot of points, felt like it was, and so we cashed there. And then a tight finish in the NBA, 120 to 117. Atlanta pulls it out. We pull out the under as well at minus 110. So three and three day, as we said. Now, two other things that we want to mention before we get into today's daily game slate. 
Rafael Devers signs an 11-year, $331 million extension with the Boston Red Sox. Now, he's coming off. We are Red Sox fans here at this show. Coming off a 27 home run year, an 88 RBI season, and he batted 295 on the year as well. But let's face it, Boston, they're still not going to be a top three team in the AL East this year. They're still behind Toronto, still behind Tampa, and still behind the Yankees. And it's mostly due to that pitching staff. They've got Tanner Hoke, they've got Chris Sale, Nick Pavetta, and Garrett Whitlock are going to be trying to hold it down, but not a lot there. Batting-wise, you've got Trevor Story, you've got Alex Verdugo, but outside of those two endeavors, not a great team that's still, still struggling since they traded Mookie Betts all those years ago, but this host isn't bitter about that. And the other thing we wanted to mention, this is for NBA leads to stop blowing leads. And this isn't even regular leads because that happens in sports. But first period leads, fine. Second, third, last 10, first 10 minutes of the fourth quarter even. Those are all fine. But when you are up 14 or 16 points with two minutes to go, if you're the New York Knicks and you're up nine with like a minute and a half to go, you need to win those games uh, luckily Milwaukee was able to scrap it out last night, but they were very fortunate to get that result over to the Toronto Raptors. Looked like the game was all but over. It was one of the worst games of the year too. It was really low scoring, but they get to overtime. Thanks to some heroics from Gary Trent Jr. and others and a fortunate flagrant foul by Grayson Allen. And so all I'm saying is stop blowing these massive leads. It's not that hard to close out a game when you were up eight to 10 points or even 14 to 16 points in the case of the Bucks last night. So let's get into our daily game slate for today. We got a lot to go through, but before we do, let's play the video. All right, we're starting over on the PGA Tour because we're finally getting back into giving our PGA Tour picks with the Century Tournament of Champions. Uh, this is the event where you get all the winners from the previous year together at Kapalua, and they have a great time down there. Now, Cam Smith is the defending champ, given he's now a live golfer. He definitely will not be <laughs> the two-time defending champ after this week. But some other notable guys who played well here last year, John Rahm, Patrick Cantley and Colin Morikawa, all with top five finishes. Now, this is a very limited field. As I said, it's just the winners from this past year. Some are multi-time winners. But this is an event at Kapalua Plantation Course where I like a couple plays, but it's on the top 10 side of things. We're easing back into golf plays like we have with other sports. And so top 10, these are both plus 124. Putting a half unit on Colin Morikawa and a half unit on Victor Hovland. I like one of these guys, if not both, to have a big week to open up the year. And at plus money, I think it's great value. So roll with both of those guys. Let's cash a plus money play on the PGA Tour side or a clean sweep to have a great start to the year PGA Tour-wise. Now, EPL today, probably the game of the week. We get Chelsea taking on Manchester City. Man City on some books, you can get them at minus 143. If you start shopping around it, it gets a little bit more bleak at that point. But honestly, today, I think this is a straight up Manchester City money line play. And what people will say about this play is that Stamford Bridge is one of the toughest places to win in the Premier League. But Chelsea are reeling right now. They have not played well recently. They just lost out on Enzo Fernandez, it looks like, because that deal has fallen through. And City are hungry for the league title. I still think they're the best team in England this year. I think Arsenal have had a lot of fortunate results the first half of the year. 
And so to get minus 143 uh, as the value there, I think it's awesome. So give me Manchester City money line today. That will be an official play later in the show. Spoiler alert. But four games tonight in the NBA as well. But there's really only one that we're eyeing up. Now, the big reason why, Memphis and Orlando, that's the first game tonight. Not touching a heavy road favorite, taking on a team that's got suspension issues and injury issues. And even if they were fully healthy, they're not a great team to begin with. Memphis is on a back-to-back as well. They won 131-107 to 107 last night. So at minus 6.5 on the road. We're also talking about an Orlando team that played last night and won by 11 points at home. So I don't know where to go with this play, so I stayed away. Utah and Houston. Utah, they're fairly heavy road favorites at minus five and a half. And Houston are on a back-to-back as well. So I really don't like taking this Utah team with a spread on the road. And then the Clippers and Denver. This one is just boiling down to Paul George is a game-time decision. If he gets ruled out, then we'll look at this play maybe later on. But for now, Boston minus two versus Dallas on the road. The over-under sitting at 229 and a half. It's actually moved to 230 and a half, so hopefully you got this one early. But the market's likely overcorrecting due to that OKC blowout. Um, Boston has lost two straight games, but on the year, they're still 11-7. and seven. They're one of the best teams in the league on the road, but they're taking on a red-hot Dallas team who's won seven straight games. Now, the last 10 up games for each of these teams, they've scored a combined 233 points per game. And I think with Tatum and Luka having an MVP battle tonight, That tells me that a lot of points are coming from both of those guys. As long as the other players around them are playing well as well, I like the over 229 and a half. Now, NHL action. Ten games on, four that I like. Here's the ones I don't. Washington and Columbus. Washington are a minus 190 road favorite. Really gross line. Don't like the over-under here as well, so I'm staying away. Carolina, they are minus 220 at home. Nashville just won big over Montreal, so I can't bet the Carolina spread or in regulation. I think Nashville are one of the better teams in the West, so I want to see if they can come back and maybe keep it close to Carolina tonight, but I don't like them enough to bet them. Seattle and Toronto. Toronto in regulation is minus 132. Was really tempted by this line. What scared me away, Seattle are 10-4-2 on the road this year, one of the better teams on the road in the NHL. New Jersey, they are favorites but on a back-to-back, and I'm fading Seattle or St. Louis until further notice, so stay away from that Blues and Devils game. And you got the Islanders and Edmonton. Both teams are, I guess you could call them mid. Some people might call them. You're not them. intellectual. You're a fake and a fraud. Edmonton are not great in regulation uh, or five-on-five hockey. The Islanders not really loving what they're doing either, so I'm staying away there. Cap it off with Boston and the Kings. I don't love a minus 155 road favorite in Boston, but they are one of the better road teams. So staying away given how good the Kings are this year as well. So what are we playing? Well, Rangers are minus 200 versus Montreal. Looks like we're getting Igor Shesterkin. That's always a great sign. And they're taking on the 9-15-1 Jake Allen. Montreal, they're just 7-9 and nine at home. And the Rangers are 12-5-2 on the road. I don't love the puck line, but in regulation, you can get minus 129. I think that's great value. That line, I think, is probably going to get to minus 150 by the time puck drops tonight. Arizona and Philadelphia. Philly there, minus 145 at home. It almost feels wrong to bet Philly at any juncture. And I said, I'm not going to favor 
or uh, ever bet on Arizona because I don't love the Coyotes. So you got Carter Hart going. He's having a pretty decent year, despite the fact the team isn't having a lot of success. Arizona, they are 6-15-3 on the road this year, and eight of the last 10 head-to-head games went over. I think that favors Philly tonight. Colorado are minus 150 versus Vancouver. You've got a good road team in Colorado who are 10-7, and seven, taking on a bad home team in Vancouver who are 7-10-1. So it's a pretty good road favorite spot. Uh, I think the entire world, though, will be on Colorado. This is a lean for us, but it won't be an official play. Vancouver have won two straight head-to-head. I find it hard to believe that they'll make it three tonight, so I would certainly lean Colorado on the road. And then to cap it off, you got Pittsburgh and Vegas tonight. One of the better teams in the East taking on the best team in the West. Vegas, they've got 18-9 and Logan Thompson in net tonight. Taking on, it looks like it's going to be Casey DeSmith, who is 4-7-2 on the year. So he's not having a great year as Pittsburgh's backup. If they go to their starter, this is why I stayed away. But Vegas, they certainly have been better on the road. They are 11-9 and at home regardless. Pittsburgh, they have won four straight head-to-head matchups with Vegas. But I do think that with Pitt having their backup, this is an opportunity for them to snap that streak. So leaning Vegas money line at minus 120. And then college basketball-wise, six ranked teams in action. Only one of them is really worth looking at, and I'll give you the breakdown as to why. Purdue, they're coming off a home loss. Now they have a tough road spot against Ohio State, who are minus three today. I would like to believe that I could take Purdue money line and they would win, but I don't like it enough to put it out as an official show play. SMU, they're taking on number two, Houston. The spread is minus 20 and a half, and I get it. Houston are at home. SMU are not great this year. I think they're six and eight on the year, but laying 20 plus points in a conference game like that, I can't do that. Lose me with that play. Number 15, Indiana, they're taking on Iowa, and Iowa's a slight favorite. Again, feels like a trap line because Indiana's clearly the better team, but Iowa's at home in a Big Ten game. I'm staying away. Feels like a trap line. Lose me with that play as well. Number nine, Gonzaga, they are minus 11 on the road taking on San Francisco. And chatting with some of the guys at the Off the Ball Network, San Fran could keep this close or they could shoot themselves out of it. That's the way that they've been all year. So a steep road number at minus 11. But to me, Gonzaga either squeaks this one out by five or six or they win by 20 plus. I don't want to be on the losing side of either of those. And so Washington versus Arizona is the final one. Number five, Arizona is minus 18 and a half. Again, very steep number for a conference game. Not because I'm even remotely concerned that Arizona is going to lose, but that's just a lot of points to cover. Now let's talk the one game that I do like, and I think it might be a bit of an unpopular one. I think USC can cover this minus 13 and a half versus number 10 UCLA. Uh, USC, they're 11 and four. I know that their only real win is over Auburn, and I don't think Auburn, they might be a little bit overvalued right now. But they had tight games with Tennessee, tight games with Wisconsin. UCLA is obviously 8-0 at home, and that's why they're getting this kind of juice. But I think USC has the ability to cover tonight, lose by eight to nine points. And so that's why my lean would be USC to cover. But now... We've talked about all the games. We ripped through them as we do every single morning. And now we got to head over to our last call pick segment sponsored by the great folks over at Last Mountain Distillery. And before we get into it, let's play the video. All 
All right, Lost Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country, about 20 minutes outside Regina here. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Their holiday seasonal releases are out now. They have famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new local candy cane vodka. Love the root beer schnapps. Love the old-fashioned. They got some great products over there. The Saskatoon uh, Berry Vodka is also another favorite of ours. And so definitely go check out their great products. Now, we are finally over having bad days. We have not had a profitable day in the first four days to 2023. But we can turn that around really quickly. We got five plays for you today that we love. And so let's start in the EPL with the only game that we talked about and the money line that we said that we loved. I know it's Stamford Bridge. It's always a tough place to win. But Manchester City, I believe they're the best team in the Prem. You got Chelsea. They've struggled recently, especially against top clubs. They seem to fall or at worst draw. And so I think that's going to continue today. As long as you have De Bruyne, as long as you have Erling Holland in the lineup, I really like Manchester City today. And that's a one and a half unit play. My favorite play of the week is Rangers in regulation versus the Montreal Canadiens at minus 129. As I said, this line's going to keep moving, so if you're listening this morning, you definitely want to get on this one right away. Shesterkin on the road versus a backup and a bad team that's not great at home. I think it's a great recipe for success. The Rangers might be the best team in the league on the road outside of Boston, maybe Seattle as well, but I think they will show it once again tonight with a comfortable road victory. I can't believe it. I'm playing the Philadelphia Flyers money line versus the Arizona Coyotes, and it's because... The Coyotes are a terrible road team. They're 6-15-3. They've got an inferior goalie tonight. I do think that Vegmelka is actually decent, but I think Carter Hart's better. I always tell myself to fade Philly. I tell myself not to bet against Arizona, but I'm going against the green tonight, changing the tide by taking Flyers' money line as a one-unit play. And then two non-ranked college basketball plays that we love, starting with the UAB Blazers versus the Florida Athletic Atlantic Owls. Under 149 and a half at minus 110. This is another one unit play. Now you're going to think that I'm crazy taking this under because you've got two teams with a combined 24 and three record and they're averaging 165 points per game. But defensively, they only give up 130 combined. And I think when you have two quality sides like this, the defense is going to play out as it should. Florida Atlantic, they've also gone over in just one of their six home games this year as well. So I think it's a good spot. They'll get close to this line. I think we're going to see 75 to 70 finish, but I just think 149 and a half is a lot of points. And so I'm going to take the under tonight. And then to cap it off, I never thought I'd be betting Navy in basketball, but here we are taking on the Colgate Raiders and I'm taking the over 144 and a half at minus 110. And this is a one and a half unit play. Two offenses that score combined 153 per game and they give up just shy of 142. They've gone over in 20 of their 27 games combined this year, so plenty of scoring. Navy are also 6-2 and two on road overs. Colgate are 3-0 and oh on home overs, so I like this one tonight. Give me the midshipmen and the Raiders over 144.5. But thank you to everyone who tunes into our live show every single day. Go follow us over at HedgePod on YouTube, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We got a lot of great stuff happening over here at the show. We may not have the best place to start out 2023, 
but the value in the production is definitely going up here over at the Competitive Edge podcast. And so we definitely need to put out some winners today, and we'll see you guys tomorrow, the final uh, episode of the week of the Competitive Edge podcast.